Hello everyone, my name is Angelica Waters and I just wanted to take the time to reintroduce myself and explain the reason and purpose behind my podcast, Heal. This podcast will be dedicated to that person that is ready to accept their hurt, their pain, their illness, or mental health issue and turn that process of exception into a healing triumph. As a young black woman living in a world with so much pressure, I dealt with trauma that hindered my growth process until I came into the power of acceptance. And I call that my starting point to heal. Once I embarked in my journey of healing, I was able to reconnect with my true self, now stronger and wiser. I am ready to share my journey and allow others to share their healing journey by allowing my podcast to be a safe place. Healing is a journey and you shouldn't have to heal alone. If you are ready to take your life back, this podcast is just for you. Now let's heal. Hello, family. Assalamu alaikum. Peace and blessings. And welcome back to another episode of Heal with Angelica Waters podcast, where we discuss all things healing. And on today's episode, I have a special guest joining me today, Dr. Wesley Muhammad, as we will be discussing today's topic, Waging War by Zip Code, how food in Black neighborhoods is weaponized. Dr. Wesley, I am very excited to discuss today's topic with you. How are you? I'm excellent, Sister Angelique. Thank you so much for inviting your brother to your platform. You're doing an excellent job, and thank you for taking up this particular subject. It's not taking up enough on these various platforms, so you are um, you're doing a great service to your community by taking up this subject. All praise due to Allah, Dr. Wesley. Thank you so much. It is an absolute honor and such a humbling blessing to have you here on the show with me today to be discussing this critical topic, waging war by zip code. Um, Now, before we get started, uh, for our audience who doesn't know who Dr. Wesley is, just to give you an insight, um, Dr. Wesley sits on the Executive Council the governing body of the Nation of Islam under the direction and guidance of the Honorable Minister Farrakhan. Dr. Muhammad is also a member of Minister Farrakhan Elite Research Team. Dr. Muhammad holds a bachelor's degree in religious studies from Morehouse College, Atlanta, Georgia, a master's degree and a doctorate degree in Islamic studies from University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. Dr. Muhammad is the author of several books, including Understanding the Assault on the Black Men, Value 1 and 2, and The Book of God, an encyclopedia of proof that the Black man is God. He has also appeared on Revolt Television hip-hop platform, The Breakfast Club, with host Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy. Most recently, Dr. Muhammad is 
promptly, promptly, sorry, featured in filmmakers Tariq Nasheed's new Hidden Colors documentary, Buck Breaking. Dr. Muhammad will soon publish his latest work, The Real Judah Factor, unrevealing the mystery of the murder of Malcolm X. Now let's get started on today's powerful and critical topic, Waging War by Zip Code. Now, in your phenomenal 66-page report, Dr. Wesley, you stated the white man is a scientist. The Negro is a science project. My first question to you is, what is the war and who does it affect? The, The white man is our mortal enemy. That's a fact that is very critical to understand. Mortal enemy, an enemy that seeks the death of us. The war in truth, Sister Angelica, is between Allah and Satan, God and devil. Because Satan was given a particular time to live and rule. That time is up. After which God replaces Satan as ruler of this world. And Satan does not intend to go out without a fight. Satan knows that God has intended the black man and woman of America to be the capstone of the new world that he will build. This is why Allah came to the black man and woman in America specifically. We are the capstone of God's new world, which means we are the pivot around which Satan's fall hinges. So to prevent his fall, he is determined to prevent our rise. This is why while white supremacy is a global pestilence and black people across the globe are being victimized by white supremacy. No efforts are as concentrated or as sophisticated or as wicked as the efforts directed against the black man and woman of America specifically, because we are the capstone of the world that will replace Satan. We are the pivot around which Satan's fall hinges. So we are the target of Satan's most diabolical plots. Mm, wow, wow, that is so deep, Dr. Wesley. Um, now, in your report, um, you stated of all the crises that Black America is experiencing, none is comparable to our food crises. In what ways are the foods being weaponized in the Black communities? Well, first you have to understand the purpose for segregation in America. You know, we are decades beyond 
Ron versus the Board of Education that um, rendered segregation illegal in this country with decades beyond the Fair Housing Act. It was intended to break down residential segregation. But today, this country is more segregated after the passing of these bills than we were during the Jim Crow era. And the reason America, the reason segregation is entrenched in the very fabric of this country is because segregation does not simply serve a social um, need of white people. It doesn't just keep white people from being burdened by the presence of black people. Segregation in America is so entrenched because it serves a scientific purpose. The segregated communities, I live in Chicago. This is one of the most segregated places in the world. The polarity that exists between black Chicago and white Chicago geographically, which gives rise, and we'll get to it later, the geographical segregation gives rise to the health segregation because the geographical segregation aids the scientific target. Mm -hmm. The hood is a concentration of blackness. That's what it's designed for, a concentration of blackness. So everything can be targeted efficient to the target population that is us so food trucks they are organized by zip codes a brother who worked at a major company and he stacked the food trucks came to me and said that putting food boxes on the wrong truck, meaning food boxes with the wrong zip code that's supposed to go on this truck. But if you make a mistake and put them on that truck, it serves a different block of area code you will get in trouble. You can be terminated. The reason being the food in those boxes is specific to the area codes. One point I made, I believe, Sis Angelique, if a test would be done, not even, we already know that black communities are food deserts. So all we have available to us is fast food joints, or we do our grocery shopping at Dollar Tree. Rarely do we have supermarkets, but in black neighborhoods where you find supermarkets, I do my best not to do major grocery shopping in my neighborhood. I live in 
a black Chicago neighborhood. I would bet, Sister Angelica, that if in the grocery stores that are smack dab in the hood, if we were to do a scientific examination of the produce, for example, I would be willing to wager that the vegetables have been made zinc deficient. So you can make your produce, your food zinc deficient, and we, the consumer, would never know. You can wash fruit in a particular or produce in a particular way that extracts all the zinc out of it or you can inject into produce soy protein isomer that you won't taste it you don't know it and it doesn't have to be labeled most food that has been enhanced with soy isolate that is not you are not notified of that on the label but what soy isolate does is render zinc bio unavailable in our body. So even if that food still has zinc in it, a very important mineral, if that food has zinc in it, if it also has been enhanced with soy, when we eat the food, our bodies will not be able to take up that zinc. And, and why am I talking about this? So. What would be the significance, Brother Wesley, if we commissioned a study to be done at the local jewels in the hood or the Kroger's in this hood? I don't know what the major grocery store is in your neighborhood. What would be the significance if we commissioned a study of produce at a hood grocery store? and found that it was in fact the produce was deficient of zinc deprive a zinc deficient diet leads to cancers leads to male feminization leads to female masculinization now there should not be any zinc deficiencies in this country because zinc is so readily available but zinc can also so easily be depleted unknowing clandestinely depleted from a food and the consequences are severe I'm going to end on this point one consequence an illustration of the dangers of zinc depleted food that likely is channeled into black communities. One thing that zinc does in the body, it inhibits a process called aromatization. Hmm. Aromatization is a process by which testosterone in men is converted to estrogen. Now, all men have an amount of estrogen as all women have an amount of testosterone. Femininity is the divine ratio between estrogen and testosterone. 
masculinity is the divine ratio between testosterone and estrogen. When you throw those ratios off, you mess, you tinker with masculinity and femininity. Men, much of our estrogen is converted from our testosterone. And that process of conversion is called aromatization. There's an enzyme that converts a set amount and nothing more. A set amount of our testosterone into estrogen. Are you following me? Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. What you don't want to happen is that process of aromatization going crazy. So it converts more testosterone to estrogen than it's supposed to, which means you don't want to have a lot of these aromatate enzymes that do the conversion. You don't want to have a lot of them in our body. They will convert too much of my testosterone into estrogen. What zinc does is make sure that process aromatization doesn't go haywire. So my ratio of testosterone to estrogen is kept where it's supposed to be. A zinc deficiency means the checks on aromatization are not available. If I don't have the right amount of zinc, if I don't intake the right amount of zinc, that I don't have the breaks necessary for the aromatization process. And so, people fed a zinc deficient diet, let's talk about males. Yes. Adolescents on WIC. Yeah. Who are dependent on WIC food that are likely covertly depleted of zinc. These adolescent boys can grow up and with aromatization process going haywire. So they have a high percentage of estrogen and one signal of that is gynecomastia or man breasts. That's a consequence of excess estrogen. It's a feminization process that resulted from nothing more than a zinc deficiency. And zinc, food can be deprived of zinc covertly, clandestinely, is done very easily, and companies wash zinc out of certain food foods and then send those foods to certain zip codes, our zip code. That is in the illustration of waging war by zip code. Mm. Weaponizing food. And I promise you, the tomato in the grocery store in black zip code. Is depleted of zinc, whereas the tomato in that same grocery store in white zip, zip codes has a healthy zinc 
of love. Mm, wow. And Thank that you. does not have to be labeled. Yeah. The enhancement of these foods with soy does not have to be labeled. Wow. Last note, the FDA is an enemy. Mm-hmm. Wow, yes. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Wesley. Um, when I was reading... I hope that made sense. I hope that, that made perfect sense. It definitely did. And um, I was actually going to speak on uh, that section four of the report about the wig and the mystery of the missing zinc. Um, now... Does zinc deficiency, does that do anything different from, let's say, a black male child versus a black um, female child? Or does it have the same effect? The problem, the consequence of the, what I call the testosterone conspiracy and the estrogen assault. In the beginning, I focused on male feminization. I've corrected that because the problem isn't just male feminization. The problem also is the other side of that coin. Female masculinization or in general, gender neutering. There's a gender neutering um, taking place. And the level of gender neutering that is most pronounced is concentrated in Black America and in Black zip codes. Because the air is part of the problem, the water is part of the problem, the food is part of the problem. So, Female masculinization is as problematic as male feminization. So, a source of testosterone, for example, in females is from a different gland than in males. Female, what triggers excess estrogen in men can trigger excess testosterone in women. But let me make this clear. Women, while estrogen is the feminizing hormone, Excess estrogen in women is death. Excess estrogen is carcinogenic. Breast cancer, for example, with black women are the leading victims of black women have a more aggressive form of phenotype than white women of breast cancer. Black America in general has a is suffering a cancer crisis and black women are dying younger of breast cancer than white women and breast cancer to a large degree is an estrogen the 
uterine cancer mm-hmm. or estrogen-fed cancer. The woman's natural estrogen is God-given. But when a black woman is under this estrogen assault, which you are, the consequence is the spectrum of cancer. So, you may get to it. The hair products that black women use, which, because of the nature of them, they they are restricted to Asian shops and black zip codes. White women don't use the same hair products that black women. So where white women go shopping for their hair or feminine products in their white zip code, their hair products only have, it's been found, 7% of those hair products have been found to have estrogenic chemicals in it, placenta-based chemicals. In them, whereas in black hair products, products that specifically target black women and black girls, 83% of those products were shown to be highly estrogenic. They were made from placenta, which is highly estrogenic. They are made from um, synthetic estrogen products. So black women are under a severe estrogen assault like the black man. And one of the most obvious um, consequences of that estrogen assault on a black woman is the extreme level of cancer that the black woman is dying from at young age. Yes. Yes, 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 wow. Oh, that's that's a lot. Um... I uh, definitely see the effects of the high levels of estrogen um, in women, um, and it's and it's and it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, now, I wanted to know: Does the neighborhood you and I live in determine our life expectancy? Uh, uh, absolutely. So again, I will use Chicago as my point of reference because I live in Chicago. But while Chicago is extreme in many ways, still Chicago is representative. Northside Chicago, largely white, south, West Side Chicago, largely black. There's a 30 year life expectancy difference. 30 years. A white child born in Evanston, Illinois, Northside, will live 30 years longer than a black child born in Inglewood on the South Side. Why? It's not just because that black child is likely to be murdered by a hunter cop. He's 
cops are hunters, are predators in Chicago. That movie, Predator, that game between these two alien species, the predator and the prey, that plays itself out in real life here in Chicago and most other colonized black communities. But the life, ex- the 30 year life expectancy gap between Black Inglewood and White Everston isn't because of police murder. It's because that Black child, Black adolescent, Black teenager, Black adult, you step out of your house, you're going to inhale, you're going to breathe air that is distinctly different from the air that that white child, when he steps out of his door, that white adult, when he steps out of his door in Neveson, the air he breathes in is radically different than the air in Inglewood. The air in in Southside Chicago, its content of particulate matter. It's poisonous, it's fine poisonous matter. Pollutes the air in black zip codes in Chicago and it's relatively free from the air in white zip codes in Chicago. And that poisoned air is very deliberate. The industrial sources of this poison they are set up in black areas they are made to run through black areas so the air in black zip codes is so poisonous and that is not just academic one of the reasons when the COVID-19 virus dropped. The virus itself isn't a real killer. But when that virus finds the right host, the host with the right set of problems, preconditions, then that virus is devastating. And that virus, once it was dropped in black neighborhoods, it proved devastating. One of the reasons is because our respiratory system was so messed up by the air that we breathe in. The asthma levels among black people was so disproportionately higher than white people. And one of the reasons is the air that we breathe causes asthma, causes these respiratory problems. So when that virus was dropped on us, it was devastating, not because the virus was so bad, but because we had been preconditioned. We had been. 
that was done to us. We have been prepared to suffer so disastrously by this virus. And so there's a 30-year life expectancy difference between Black Chicago and White Chicago because the water, the air, the food, all of it conspires to make our physiology so warm. Wow, wow. Thank you for that. Um, When I read the first part of your uh, 66-page report, um, Wage and War by Zip Code, um, it talked about the um, way that um, they tried to use the chemical in the food to alternate um, our our brain. Um, could you just discuss like why is having mind control on the black men and women from the chemicals in our foods a goal to our open enemy? In the CIA, Central Intelligence Agency's infamous MKUltra program, the CIA's program of mind control and behavioral modification. They want to control the mind so that they can dictate the behavior. They can, like puppets on the string at the mercy of a puppeteer. MKUltra came out of the U.S.'s interest in non-lethal warfare. Wage war on an enemy people without killing them. This was part of the experimentation. And again, the white man is a scientist and the Negro is his science project. I didn't say the black man is his science project. The Negro is a science project. Let me give a, let me illustrate that point so the audience understands clearly what, what I mean, the difference. Yeah. The difference between the Negro who's the white man's science project versus the black man and woman who isn't. All of you who have taken the COVID-19 vaccine, you the Negro. The unvaxxed among us are the black man and woman. The Negro was deceived into taking this very deadly shot. You were frightened. You were fooled. You were led even though God's man said the honorable brother Mr. Farrakhan from on high warned you and I not to take that vaccine and the vaccine was always experimental the mRNA vaccine was experimental military technology and now 2022 the devastating consequences of that is clear God's man warned us the wide awake black man and woman 
listened and did not take the shot, therefore did not surrender our bodies to the white man's scientific experimentation. But all of you who did surrender your bodies to the white man's scientific experimenting, experimenting, you are the dudes. You are the Negro in that formula. White man is a scientist. The Negro is his science project. Now, I digress. What was your original question? Oh. So, MK Ultra. Yeah. Was the CIA's program of experimenting with chemicals with the aim of controlling mind and modifying behavior. Mm -hmm. And the guinea pigs, the test subjects, were invariably black people. Now, when young whites in the 60s rose up against their fathers, when they rose up against the war in Vietnam, the anti-war movement was largely white college children rising up against their fathers largely in administration and in society that prosecuted that war. And so the CIA, the White House and the CIA targeted their own children that was really the first time and I say the first weaponized weed was used against white college students weapon the more enhanced weaponized weed is used against the black man and woman in America but the first pot plot was directed against the white students on these campuses that were rising up against the Vietnam War. So, but that was in many ways an exception. The prime guinea pigs for wicked white science in this country has always been the Negro. And the Negro means from Negro dead. There's only so many there's only a certain type of black person who this country can get to willingly submit ourselves to their wicked experimentation those who have heard the voice of the most honorable elijah muhammad know better those who are lockstep with god's man the honorable Minister Farrakhan, we resist, come what will, these experimental efforts. And so when we get birthed in these hospitals, for example, and these Yakubs, doctors and nurses, try to stick our newborn babies with their needles of death, and they make it they put so much pressure on the parent to allow them to 
stick our babies. Those of us who are under the voice of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in lockstep with his student, the Honorable Minister Farrakhan, we will fight up in that hospital and not let them stick, not yet let Yakub's nurses stick our baby. But that's a black man and woman. But the Negro will willingly submit to such evil. That's a dead black nigga. Dead black Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, that's deep. Thank you for that, Dr. Wesley. Um, now, I absolutely love the uh, section in your report about the fast food and the food oppression. Um, now, I wanted to know what role, I'm sorry, um, does junk food cause men and women to become sterile? So, um, for those listening, the the report, you can access the 66-page report on my website, drwesley.online, drwesley.online. You can download the PDF. There's no charge. Allow me, sister, Sister Angelica. To yep. answer your question this way, illustrate with illustrations. So, in an environmental health perspective. Thalates and fast food. Now, thalates are very nasty creatures. Very nasty chemicals. They're plasticizers. These are the chemicals that make hard things flexible, that makes plastic flexible. So in bottles and rubber duckies and all plastics that are pliable and flexible, they're made pliable and flexible through these chemicals, dialects. Dialects are carcinogens. They are cancer causers. Dialects are endocrine disruptors. They are gender-bending chemicals. They are so nasty that boys exposed in the womb of their mother can come out with female genitalia can come out neurologically demasculinized so these XY chromosomally but neurologically these females Dalits, this nasty chemical, if a fetus encounters it in sufficient amounts, that fetus can be gender neutered, 
can be reversed, Jay. Now, ballots in fast food. So, McDonald's. We get our Big Mac or I don't know, maybe at least one of them hamburgers we get wrapped in plastic wrap. The nugget dipping sauce is in a plastic container. So fast foods have a high amount of ballots in them. That's what this and other articles demonstrate. The high level of ballots. These gender-bending chemicals. These cancer-causing chemicals. Fast foods have a high amount, but not just fast food. It's important to make Restaurant, dine-in restaurants. We think we're doing better by eating at higher quality dine-in restaurants than McDonald's. But when it comes to ballots, we are doing no better because dine-in restaurants food suffers the same contact with plastics, the gloves that the kitchen staff have to wear when preparing that very expensive meal. From those plastic gloves, the ballots leach onto that steak dinner. So, fast foods and restaurant foods versus home-cooked food we get to that later. Have a high quality, uh, are contaminated with a high quality of ballots. So let's stick with fast food. So, fat ballots and fast foods. Okay. This is the Washington Post. The disturbing ways that fast food things disproportionately target black kids. So we already learned that fast food is highly contaminated with this very nasty chemical, gender-bending, cancer-causing chemical, ballots. Now we learned that fast food chains target black kids, black children. So black children consume way more fast food than white. And what is the result? This is the result. Environmental contaminants balance linked to obesity in African-American children. We learned that African-American children have higher levels. Our children, our babies, have higher levels of balance in our blood than white children because our children have been targeted with fast food because our children consume more fast food than white children. Our children have a higher body burden 
of these this nasty chemical phthalates, but also BPA. Yeah. Another nasty cancer causing and gender bending chemical. So because my children eat more Papa John's, eat more McDonald's, eat more fast food that is so highly contaminated with this chemical. So our children have higher levels of this chemical in their blood. And so adolescents exposed to all of these doctors. There is no mystery me why Black America is suffering a gender-bending crisis today. A cancer crisis, but also a gender-bender crisis. There's never been a time where the numbers of homosexuality and transgenderism has been so high. It's a phenomenon. One source of this phenomenon is this. The food that we eat. Now, white, it's not the white children don't eat Big Macs. White children don't eat them for dinner as regularly as black children do. But also, that Big Mac in everything ain't like that Big Mac. Exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh, that was powerful, Dr. Wesley. Thank you so much for that. Um, I, I'm seeing in the comments they're saying something about the, the noise. W- were you Are you able to hear me fine? Yes, but there is some static in your, maybe your okay. microphone. There is okay, a- yeah, I went ahead and disconnected because I'm not typing, you guys. I, I don't know what happened. Um, so... Uh, it sounds great now, so. <laughs> yo, yo, I can hear you. Okay, okay, great, great. Wow, thank you so much for that. It is so important that we really take, you know, caution of what we feed our children. Um, so I love the fact that you dived in that conversation of the fast food because, you know, in the time that we're in, Um, It is easier to get fast food, you know, and give it to our children. But who wants to deal with the long-term effects of what may happen if you continue to give your children the fast food? So thank you so much for that. I was definitely going to touch on that topic of the BPA and the, without, it starts with a P. I know someone asked. BPA bisphenol. Let's get the word. Um, yeah, bisphenol A. Bisphenol A. That's what the BPA is for. Bisphenol A. It's a nasty chemical that is largely used to line cans. And so the mm. biggest problem when we talk about the weaponization of our food. 
this is the Chicago Tribune. Canned food still contains toxic BPA. Canned foods are lined with um, this chemical. Mm-hmm. And that chemical leaches into the food in the can. Now, what Chicago Tribune points out is that the main today, African-Americans and low-income families have, on average, higher amounts of BPA in their bodies than people of other races because we eat canned food more. Now, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad told us, don't eat canned food. So our sisters, the MGT, are taught how to can using glass, using bottles. The BPA that is in that lines canned food, one of the consequences is the prostate cancer crisis among black men. I did not, it's not in this report, but I do detail it in the book, The Pot Plot. BPA has been found in the urine of black prostate cancer patients at tremendously high levels. BPA is another gender bender bending and cancer causing chemical and it becomes estrogenic and black men have high levels of BPA in our blood and there's a direct link between the high levels of BPA in our body and the high level of prostate cancer. So prostate cancer crisis among black men breast cancer crisis among black women both are a direct result of what I call the estrogen assault on black America cancers are estrogen driven a lot of them and so the excessive exposure through the food, through the water, through the air, through baby toys. All of it is tantamount to an estrogen assault. So there is no reason to be mystified by the fact of our cancer crisis. The last report I read One out of three black men are due to have cancer before it's all over. One out of three. It may be I read an even more pessimistic account then maybe 
one out of two. Whether it's one out of three or one out of two, that's an enormous toll. And that's just the black male, the black females numbers are of the same nature. This is not accidental. It's not incidental. It's a direct consequence of an absolute scientific assault on black America. Which I call the testosterone conspiracy and the estrogen Yes, yes. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Wesley. Um, Before the end of the show, um, there will be, I did go ahead and put in the description um, where uh, my audience can get that um, Waging War by Zip Code report is a profound report and I definitely suggest you all get that. Um, Now, before we end today's show, I did have just two more questions to ask you. Now, I did want to discuss um, the situation that just happened here probably a week ago um, about the mass shooting. Now, on Saturday, May 14th, I'm sorry, it states here an 18-year-old white man committed a senseless act on 10 black Americans at a grocery store in Buffalo, New York. In most recent reports, they are stating that this act was a manifesto based off zip code. This was the highest concentration of African Americans within hours. How does this situation proves what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad reveals about the coming the coming plot against our black people? Waging war by zip. You know, that was such a diabolical assault. Most of those 10 were our grandmothers, our uncles. And you know, that devil FaceTimed it and recorded, and we see him going through the aisle, shooting our people. And then was about to accidentally shoot the one white man that happened to shop there. Mm -hmm. He saw and recognized that it was a white man and that devil said, oh, I'm sorry. And he proceeded to look for our grandmothers, our uncles. He selected that location by zip code. The concentration segregation provides for the concentration of blackness so that that blackness can be targeted. That double entertains shooting up a church and an elementary school. And he ended up deciding on the grocery store, which is symbolic in many ways because through food is their main mechanism of wage and war by zip code. Even the grocery stores in black zip codes are 
the main vector of this war waged against black people and what that devil did was personify that war waged by zip code among black people. He picked a grocery store in a black zip code Saturday afternoon knowing we were and he cased that spot so he knew the demographic of it he knew it wasn't just black but he knew the age range the type of the profile of the shoppers of that store. So I believe the Buffalo City Terrorist Act was waging war by it personified the larger discussion that we are having. The fact that it took place in a grocery store in the Black Zip. Yes. It's a physical, very visual personification of the chemical war by zip code. The food that we're talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and now I see here in the comments, and this was going to be my last question as well for you, Dr. Wesley. What is the solution to this war against the black man and woman in America? It would be profoundly irresponsible of me if we left it at the depth of the problem and did not end with the solution. Now, your audience must know hear this the solution has always been here in fact before the war started the solution was on hand by black people the solution how to eat to live from God in person. I document, Sister Angelique, in this book, that when the testosterone conspiracy and estrogen assault was being formulated in the 30s, while it was executed later, it was formulated in the 30s at the exact same time the shield against this conspiracy was given to black people. The solution, the protection against the conspiracy that was coming down the line was already made available mm. to black people. So, the chemical assault targeting black people through food the air, the water that is altering our physiology, altering our, growing our biochemistry 
out of whack. Food is chemistry. Mm-hmm. The right food is the right chemistry. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are, are chemistry. This dietary prescription is the protection and correction of this assault. So, the some of our woke brothers and sisters who are healthy and you're on your health thing and you should be. We are too. But your health gurus tell you don't drink milk, don't eat fine, don't eat meat fine. We shouldn't eat. But you substitute all of that with soy. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad in here warned us, don't eat soy. Had we listened, that's protection because soy is a key bullet in the gun of this incident. 60% of grocery store food is covertly, especially in the hood, is covertly infused with soy for no reason because of this devastating biological effect the more foolish woke ones happily eat soy thinking that they are so health conscious that soy is a feminizer and that soy is producing devastating effects had we listened to God through the honorable Elijah Muhammad we feed our babies soy milk. Yeah, Allah. Formula that is soy based. That is among the worst things we can do to our babies. Is feed them soy milk. Had we listened. So, how do we reverse the testosterone completion maybe being how do we reverse man and woman excess estrogen cabbage this is all the white of the cabbage cauliflower these are prescriptions that God gave the most honorable Elijah Muhammad prescriptions that when we follow them we have a great measure of protection against the assault. And we have healing in this prescription. If, and so I'll close on this, because whenever I do highlight the scientific assault, the question is rightly, or the, the state, the question is rightly asked, and the statement often is said, yeah, we don't want to hear about the problem. What's the solution? Mm. Most of you who say that don't want to hear the solution because the solution is 
God's message to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. You rather eat chickpea from Dr. Sebi. And the chickpea is as bad as the soybean. But you would rather eat the chickpea of Dr. Sebi than the bona fide therapeutic navy being of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. So you heat to yourself your own solutions that only exacerbate the problem because you run from what you know is the only solution <laughs> excuse me to this crisis it's real simple the solution the teachings and the lifestyle prescribed by God that he gave to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. Yes. Had you listened to Farrakhan, you would not be suffering the consequences of taking that shot. That's a modern 2022 example of the solution and the consequences of rejecting the solution. Ooh, that was so deep, Dr. Wesley. Oh my gosh, thank you so very much for that. I just want to thank you again for joining me today, Dr. Wesley, in discussing this critical yet profound subject, Waging War by Zip Code, how food is weaponized in the Black communities. I would also like to thank my amazing audience and healing tribe always for joining us today. I pray today's episode was informative and valuable to you all. Also, be sure to give us the feedback, share, and subscribe on any of your favorite podcast stations and or on my YouTube channel, Heal with Angelica Waters Podcast. Also, check out my ebooks on health and wellness and many merchandises like eats, like my Eat to Live teas and Heaven Equals Woman teas, listed in the link in the description. I will also include guest information where you can follow up and get a copy of this amazing report by Dr. Wesley Muhammad, Waging War by Zip Code. Dr. Wesley Muhammad, before we end the show today, do you have any closing remarks for our audience? I thank you, Sister Angelique. You're doing a great job. You're, you're on episode 12. I pray that Allah blesses you with a thousand more episodes and bigger and better things. I appreciate you entertaining your brothers, allowing me to come on your platform and talk to your audience, share with your audience. I have to thank the Honorable Brother Minister Barton, who is God's watchman on the wall. Because if it were not for the revelation that God gave him, I would know none of this. My task, our task on the research team is when God gives his messenger revelation, we track it down with documentation. Not that we need that for us to believe, we're believers. But the community who does not yet accept 
the reality of this man who may have doubts or questions. We track down the documentation of the revelation to disabuse you of your doubts. And then shall I answer your questions? That's how this thing works. That's how this thing came about. I would not know any of it had Allah not revealed to the watchman on the wall the honorable brother Mr. so I thank him for the opportunity to serve this way thank you so much um, Dr. Wesley again I am so grateful and so humble that Allah God used you as a vessel to help us get to the other side with all this valuable information um, again, like I said, I, I thank you so, so very much. I can only that. help at best yeah. get you to the one who was selected to get us to the other side. Mm-hmm. I can't get us to the other side. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said through you, Barakah, yes. he's going to get all of his people. And when he gets his people to the other side, he will say, look what Allah has done. Yes. He is a humble man. Barakhan is getting us to the other side. Allah through Barakhan. My task is to help brothers and sisters get you to him. Yes. Yes. And you need with him. Trust. Yes. Believe. Absolutely. All praise is due to Allah. Thank you so much. And thank you all again for joining us today. And we now leave you all as we came. Assalamu alaikum.